0: block talk radio we live
1: we're live live from chicago and las vegas you're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending it's page one it's page one with lavar and mary with lavar and mary
2: What's going on, Blog Talk Radio Nation? You are tuned into page one with Lavar and Mary on this December 1st. It is the first of the month, the first of the last month of the year 2023. I feel like, I know on the first of the month, some people, I think it's rabbit, rabbit, rabbit or something like that that they usually say at the beginning of the month. I have no idea, but let's hope that it's a bunch of good luck, but we're glad that you are with us wherever you are. Uh, As we begin, like I said, the final month of the year. Uh, For those of you who have listened all year, we thank you. And for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, where have you been? But we're glad that you're here. And uh, we also have a special guest with us tonight. I want to introduce him. I'm going to let my wonderful friend Mary, who joins me, introduce him. How are you? We
0: are great. Yay! And just so that we know, we are live on another platform. So hi to everybody that's on that other platform. We've already got chatters, but with us um, <laughs> with us is Lassing or Chris, whichever one you want to go by.
3: Hello. Hey everyone. I don't have-
2: What's going on, Chris? I don't have a I don't have a clip that says Chris. Chris, uh, just just. <laughs> we're, we're glad that you're with us tonight. I know Chris was with us. It's like what a few well, actually a month or two ago. Uh, July. <laughs> well, I don't I don't know. The months run together. I have no idea anymore. Um, <laughs> we're glad to have you back here. Now I know the weather is. I don't know, Chris. Is the weather. Cooler here than it is uh, than the UK, or is it uh, about the same? Um, no,
3: it's it's a lot colder over there now.
2: Oh, see, I don't feel bad <laughs> now. Here in Chicago, it's probably colder than there. Probably, yeah, probably. probably. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm I mean, guessing. we were in our we were in the sixties, so I, I I don't think that it's going to be an issue here to be warmer than most places, but hey,
2: what do you do? Now, tonight, actually, the good thing about having Chris here, because I know sometimes for those of you who listen to us, not only uh, on every platform or on Spotify or wherever you listen to us, I know that sometimes you know we may come across an issue in which uh, we probably need a little bit more clarification especially when it comes to, to our friends across the pond. Uh, Chris has been so kind <laughs> from time to time in real time to kind of uh, let us know if we are correct or not. So uh, <laughs> he is a, a part of this show uh, every week, even though you don't hear him until he's probably here, but um, he's helped us out quite a bit. So I know tonight, just because he is here, I won't tell you. I have a special retro moment of the week. Now, I usually play this every year. Uh, since Chris is here tonight, I will play the clip again. Um, I'll explain it once it gets played, but we'll have that later. Uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes. I, why is my voice going out on me all of a sudden? I was fine all day. Anyway, <laughs> coming up momentarily is the Almanac. Um, we have a topic tonight that I have a feeling is probably going to take up a good portion of the first part of this show. Um, I am lucky enough in that both Mary and Chris, uh, this is a topic that is probably dear and dear to their hearts. And as a person who is an OG or old school gamer, uh, we'll talk a little bit about tonight a lawsuit that is going on uh, that in some ways I know is... Probably, um, I guess the word I want to use is probably, I don't know, it will either enrage or it will probably get a lot of people who are gamers to talking. Um, And then, retro RetroMobile of the Week, we'll take a look at what's trending. There's a lot of stuff going on today. And then, we've got a little bit of Poco Week tonight. We'll do a little bit of After Dark. Hopefully, we won't make anyone nervous here tonight. (laughs) And if we have time... Uh, We've got a few smoking gun files. So sounds good, kids? Sounds great. Sounds perfect. All right. So most interesting thing I read this week. Um, Now, this is going to be interesting because uh, I am curious to see what you guys think. Um, And yes, LeVar does read. Uh, (laughs) This one comes from... Uh, a television show here, Inside Edition, which actually reported it. But researchers in Japan, they have created a robotic sixth finger, which they say could one day help make life easier. Uh, The strange-looking contraption will help researchers observe how our brains react to new or independent body parts. So to do this, what they do is that they put four sensors on the forearm to measure electronic signals for muscles so then those signals are transferred to a motor that will control the robotic finger. They then study how the brain changes. Uh, they'll, researchers will observe if the brain will accept the extra appendage and if it will adapt a certain way. Uh, they also say that the ro- robot finger could make life easier for daily activities like carrying objects or typing on a computer. And as the technology improves, they say that humans might one day design their bodies as they see fit. And it can transform what we consider to be normal human body uh, normal human body forever. Um, I'm kind of used to five fingers, five toes. and. Um, <laughs> uh, would, you guys, would you guys want to add an extra appendage if you I mean, could?
0: Wait, and,
2: are we in the After Dark segment yet? <laughs> no,
4: we're not. But I mean, I guess we start early. <laughs>
0: No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe. Sometimes. It depends on how well we could get to use to, like, type. Like, that would make typing a resume really fast. Really? Coding. Do you think about it? Do you get an extra finger in there? Depends. <laughs> I
4: agree.
3: I, really, I really don't know. I mean, having an extra toe, ten fingers, ten toes. 20 digits, unless you want to count an extra one for some odd reason.
0: I mean the toes. I don't think I need a new toe. I
3: already stubbed enough. Pedicures would be a lot longer.
0: Uh, Like I said, I already run into the the furniture that jumps out at me enough as it is, so I don't need more to hurt.
2: But it would be – well, I guess with the brain sensor, it probably would tell you it would hurt. Um, I don't, I, you know, as we get more into the future with certain things, I don't know. Like the extra finger, I mean, the keyboards are already small. So I would think that there could be, because, you know, we're used to when we type or when we grow up, you know, fingers on the home row. It wasn't built for a fifth finger on the home row. <laughs> so I don't know. I just, like, I don't know where it would come in handy. Like, typing, you already got fingers to do that. So, and carrying stuff, I mean, what's a sixth finger going to do? You could probably add one more... uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Will it really help? (laughs) I don't know. That's just me. But I think they're done talking about the other... Well, it says appendage, so... Uh, and even for guys who want – I don't know if I want to add an extra uh, – <laughs> <laughs> never mind. We'll keep it clean. Uh, <laughs> I felt like I was I was going off onto a tangent there, and I'm not going to do that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I think normally at this point – well, we'll get to the that because I want to get to this story because I know there's a lot of uh, – we're going to be talking about for a second. But like I said, it's the 1st of December. So today – it is National Pie Day. Uh, P I E, the pie that you eat. <laughs> um, I do know that someone here likes pumpkin pie, correct? Um,
4: yes. Yeah.
2: Chris, do you have a favorite pie?
3: Um, no, sure. Sugar. <laughs> I mean, wait. I, I like some sort of fruit pie.
4: Is, oh. oh,
0: okay. In. The UK. Yes. Pie. Yes. Because everybody has apparently different definitions of pie. Fill me in.
3: Okay, so we have like a meat pie, chicken, steak, that sort of dinnery pie.
0: What makes it a pie?
3: The crust. It's got to be the crust.
0: So is it under the crust or over the crust?
3: Both. You've got to have it a Ooh. round dish with a top. With a top? Yes. So a
0: a pumpkin pie does not normally have a top crust.
3: So it's like a dessert crust. So around the edges, but not on the top.
0: Yes. Is that still considered a pie to you?
3: That's a tart.
2: (laughs) 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 And we're off. Is this going to be like uh, chips and crisps? Is, is this going to be that argument? Right? <laughs> yes. I think so. <laughs> so it's not considered a pie. Uh, so what about the apple pie with that top to it? Was it called a lattice? A was... lattice counts. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so still that still counts as a top. <laughs> it's not a pie. It still counts as like a kind of pie. But we still say it's a Top.
0: Because it's dessert?
3: Because dessert,
0: yeah. Because you guys are weird.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs>
2: now you made me rethink pies altogether.
4: <laughs>
2: it's an amazing thing. I don't I did not know that. So if I go over to the UK and I ask for a pumpkin pie or an apple pie, I'm not going to get it in the form that I think it's going to come in.
3: No, definitely not.
2: I'm I'm not even going to start into a hostess pie, so that we won't even know that. I mean,
3: they might sugarcoat it and say, here you
2: go. (laughs) Uh, Pie is pie, I guess, no matter where you're at. But uh, here it is National Pie Day. Uh, It is also Antarctica Day. Uh, the first Friday in December is National Bartender Day. I had silence there, but you could thank the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of response you want Like, ale,
0: bartender?
2: I, 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 I thought you would thank your bartenders while you had a chance. It uh, <laughs> is also National Eat a Red Apple Day. Faux for Friday is the first Friday in December. Uh, today is also World AIDS Day. It is Rosa Parks Day. It is a day without art. It is bifocals at the Monitor Liberation Day. Um, I have not worn my bifocals today because I am old and crusty. <laughs> <laughs> so Yes. Um, National Play Outside Day is the first Saturday of every month. That's tomorrow. It's also National Fritters Day tomorrow. Mm,
0: fritters.
2: Yes. Oh, I love them some fritters. I'm almost afraid no. to ask. Yeah. yeah, a fritter is
3: yeah. Okay. Fritters
0: is, is sweet fried dough.
3: Okay, so we have like pineapple fritters or apple fritters, but they're covered in batter.
4: And
3: then fried.
4: Yes. No. Okay. So, oh, so. Okay. <laughs> okay.
2: That's, that's universal. We can all agree on that one. Okay. okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, Sky Warren. Yes. Yeah, Sky Warn Recognition Day is the first Saturday in December. National Mutt Day uh, is also on December second. It was also on July thirty first. Uh, National Special Education Day. Uh, International Day for the Abolition of Slavery. It is also National Sunday Brings National Roof Over Your Head Day. Uh, International Day of Persons with Disabilities is December 3rd. December 4th brings us Santa's List Day. I am not sure if you both have started your list to Santa. Uh, (laughs) It celebrates the day that Santa puts together his list of naughty and nice children. It's also a day for kids to start working on their holiday wish lists.
0: I have coal on my wish list since I am on the naughty list.
2: Is that in a good way or a bad way?
0: I don't know. I'm still debating (laughs) that. Um, But, yeah, I I have coal on my wish list because I have been snubbed for the last three years. No coal. In my stocking. very upset.
4: (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Okay.
2: So am I the only one, in, well, I hope I'm not the only one, but growing up, I, I think it's safe to say that each one of us probably on this show has put together a wish list for Santa, correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. All right. So I don't feel alone. I used to have drafts. I had like my first draft, second draft. No, that's
0: something that, no.
2: That's just
4: you. That's you. It kept changing.
2: Yes, it kept, it kept changing cuz one moment I would want something and then I'd be like no, I want to change that list and then I'd go back and like the last possible day was probably like a week before Christmas and I would probably change it. The one thing for Christmas so wait, that I always You
0: waited till a week before Christmas to mail it off to Santa? Or did you drop yeah. it off to the Santa that's
2: at the mall? Uh, to mail it off to Santa.
0: Oh, you are a last-minute person. I am like, no, this is going off first thing because I have a long list of wants and <laughs> I would like you to have plenty of time to pick it up before they run out in the stores.
3: See, I don't know if they do it over here, but over in the UK, if you, you like, you put it through the letterbox, done to Santa and everything, you get a letter back from Santa. Oh. Oh, that would be awesome. No? You do. You get like a, you can send off for it, and the parents pay a little bit extra, but you get, like, the card, and, like, you get, I think I showed you last last year, or the year before, you get, like, the the license of Santa Claus, mm. his license, the flying license, so you can, like, do something with that, and it's quite good, and you get, like, a little handwritten letter from Santa. And...
0: No, I never got, Santa writes you guys back. Yeah. No. Oh. He does not write me, I'm telling you, I think Santa does not like me anymore.
2: <laughs> Santa never wrote me back, so you know. <laughs> wow, I'm actually I mean, a little. Wrong... Me, me
3: though.
2: <laughs> he even shared his driver's license with you. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm
0: I'm a little clumped over here.
2: Mm, wow, that is very interesting to know, and especially if he still does it, Santa, you got some explaining to do.
0: <laughs> right, I need at least fifteen years worth of letters.
2: Yes, at least, and he owes me a a couple of, he still owes me the gift that I kept asking for every year, and he never got me, so (laughs) if you listen, Santa, (laughs) uh, December 4th is also Cabernet Franc Day, Uh, it is International Cheetah Day, it is Wildlife Conservation Day, December 4th is also National Sock Day, if you have a favorite pair of socks where I'm on December 4th. Um, I would think that the people out in Las Vegas would celebrate this next one. It's National Dice Day on December 4th. And it is also National Cookie Day on December 4th.
0: That would be a biscuit.
2: Yes. (laughs) So chocolate chip biscuit, if I'm looking for (laughs) Um, it. We have
3: biscuits and we have cookies.
0: Because I oh. can't just call everything a cookie.
3: Yeah, it's not. Not everything is a cookie. What defines right. a cookie is chocolate chips and stuff that goes in the cookie. It's going to be shaped round like a cookie.
0: So if you had chocolate chip cookie that was not shaped round, you'd cut it up like, uh, like a bag of dicks for our friend Rachel. You're telling me that's not a, a cookie? Biscuit.
3: But you can get chocolate-covered biscuits but. If it's got, like, chocolate bits, like the pieces inside.
4: You'll have
0: too
2: many rules. It's a cookie. cookie. I'm (laughs) I'm, I'm putting together a list of things to be aware of. I have her get a chance to travel. He's
0: got a a big notebook on the side of his computer desk just writing it all down.
2: It it, it ranges from everything. Yeah, it ranges from everything from sloppy joes to (laughs) other types of food. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I'm I am I'm learning here. So this is this is good. I love this because in every part of the world, and I think we've mentioned this many times on this show. And other parts of the world, I mean, you get a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? You get kind of like put inside of a box when you're here. But the minute that you go out into this wonderful world and see everything that it has to offer, you know, things different. And if I went somewhere expecting, quote, a cookie, and um, I did not get that, I would wonder what the heck I did wrong. (laughs) This is good to know. (laughs) so yeah i love learning about this stuff uh December fifth i'm gonna get the pronouncement of this so wrong and don't at me but december fifth is crumppus um that is spelled k r a m p u s n a c h t i can see the looks on your faces as yeah you, oh, so, you... <laughs> <Neither> <laughs> so here's the thing. On December 5th, adults celebrating Krampusnacht seek to punish misbehaving children. The not-so-jolly holiday is also referred to as Krampus Night. Uh, so most people associate the holiday season with lots of cheer, merry and joy. However, there is one traditional holiday during this time of year that doesn't sound so fun. In fact, it's almost more Halloween-like than Christmas. It dates back to pagan mythology. Some believe that Krampus, also known as the Horn God, came from a pagan supernatural being who was uh, assimilated to the devil. <laughs> so what happens? It's, uh, the word Krampus is derived from the German word Krampen, which means claw. So pretty much this... Um, uh, would, <laughs> uh, the Krampus evolved into a child terrorizing ghoul that came out before Christmas. And on the evening of Krampusnacht, men dressed as Krampus, Run through the streets and frighten children. (laughs) Sometimes they even even poke the children with a stick. Traditional Krampus costumes are made up of a hand-carved wooden mask, a suit made from sheep or goat skin, along with cowbells around the hips, (laughs) which completes the costume. (laughs) Wow. I've heard it called Krampus. Krampus?
0: And maybe that that's it? just a whole. I don't know. Uh, maybe
4: that's
2: because <laughs> in the Midwest we like the long A. <laughs> <Yeah>. Krampus.
0: Krampus. It's <laughs> Krampus. Krampus.
2: Yeah. But I don't know. There's a movie. Is, is there? Is there a movie
0: for Krampus? For Krampus? It probably is. Probably. I thought there was. Google it. We've got
2: Google. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. A lot in real time. You can Google it. And you can see it for yourself. What the uh, animal looks like. With a K. December fifth is also World Soil Day, uh, and then on December fifth it's National Repeal Day. Uh, the first Tuesday in December is World Trick Shot Day. Uh, I love watching those videos of trick shots. Uh, December fifth is also National Sausage Tort Day. It is the International Volunteer Day for Economic and Social Development. It's International Ninja Day on December 5th, and December 5th also is, (laughs) I'm going to be, see, this is Chris, this is how well I know uh, my co-host here, because there's one other thing on December 5th, she is probably, for those of you uh, who know this show, I am going to mention what December 5th is, Mary is going to giggle. She may even have a joke for this. Uh, December 5th is Bathtub Party Day.
4: (laughs) 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 Dub, dub, got the clothes in my
0: tub.
2: Yeah, it encourages all of us to skip the ordinary shower and linger in the tub instead. I like lingering (laughs) in tubs. (laughs) <laughs>
4: uh. <laughs> I was going to
2: go into the benefits of a quiet soak in the tub, but I don't even think I'm gonna do that. <laughs>
0: well, you should have played. You should have gotten a sound clip for the song.
2: Well, I would have gotten in trouble if I had played that
0: song. <laughs> bash, I was taking a bath.
2: Only yeah, on that set, to, night. <laughs> yeah, that that will have to be about as close as we can get. I'm gonna get like me, somebody knocking up it. I'm gonna get somebody on my knocking on my door and it'd be like, Excuse me, we represent the estate of Bobby Darren. You play this music again? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> need that. <laughs> oh and it falls on a Thursday. Yeah, yeah that would have fallen on a Saturday, that
3: would
2: be
0: perfect.
2: Oh Tuesday, sorry. No, So you know. So yeah. But no, it's 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 good to know. Well you know, now I have a question because this morning uh this was brought up on T V and uh, the question was that if you can have a bathtub party with anyone, who would it be? <laughs> so not to put to put you on the spot.
4: <laughs> not on the spot. <laughs> oh wait. I uh, he's that locked in my basement.
0: Wow, wow No, <laughs> we already talked about this. I told you I would lock him in my basement and keep him there forever. Um I don't know.
3: Well, in the tub? Get more.
4: No,
0: no, 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 no. Changed on the wall. Um, I don't know who I would have a bathtub party with. Because a party needs to be more than two people. You know who would be fun? Is Jamie Lee Curtis. Because she's flippin' hilarious. That would be fine. Okay. Who else would be fun in a bathtub party, though? share probably really she'd be fun in a bathtub i think
4: of course you'd have to
0: have a really big bathtub are we talking like olympic size bathtub or are we talking like normal
2: bathtub whatever size bathtub you want to do (laughs) okay olympic size bathtub
0: Oh, there's so many people I would love to have a party with. That would be fun. But that would end up being a pool party at that point, just with bubbles and Rubber Ducky. Is there a Rubber Ducky Day?
2: Um, I think there was one. I think we've already talked about that. I think Rubber Ducky Day has come and gone. I think we did a few weeks ago. Yeah.
4: <laughs> be Christmas rubber old.
0: Ducky Day should be on the same day. National Rubber Ducky Day.
2: Should be on the same day as a pretty Day. Well, and January 15th. Well, see, yeah, you well, not to put anybody on the spot, but Chris, you haven't said any names yet. I know. She <laughs> 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 trying to think.
0: He keeps looking at me like I don't want to get in trouble. You're not going to get in trouble. She only wants Bastille. She already uh, came I up, up like, with Chris Evans. Chris dude. Evans,
2: like, like within seconds. <laughs>
0: Robert Downey Jr. would be so much fun. He yes. would. He would be
2: fun. <laughs> He's already come up with like four people. As
0: long as, long as we don't do Amber Heard, because of the whole turn thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, that
0: was...
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just no clue in my bathtub, please. Thank you. Come on. I have a feeling... I have a... Yeah, can you just... Shout out a couple of names. One we'll
0: like one person. I know you need more than one person to make it a party, but at least one. I don't know. Yes, you do. There's a there's a <laughs>
3: name Lee Evans would be really quite funny, but not in a bar though. Who? Lee Evans.
4: Lee Evans. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's just that monkey face. You
0: know? <laughs> not the person I thought was going to come out. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: no, who else would have been fun? If we could go back in time, Betty White.
2: Huh. See, and I thought I thought Chris was I thought Chris was gonna say uh I thought Chris was gonna say Dame Judy Dench, and I I was waiting for that.
0: Yeah, she's foul mouth it's great. <laughs> uh what's her name? Kate Beckinsale? Question mark?
2: Question
3: mark?
0: I'm asking you. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> oh, Maybe. He's trying so hard not to get into trouble. You're not gonna get trouble.
2: <laughs> It, d- should we winters, have her, there
0: are no d- witnesses.
2: Should, should we have yes? Yeah, should, should we have Mary leave the room while you actually tell me who the person is? I won't look. Uh, I,
4: I won't look.
0: <laughs> Ooh, Margot that's a good one. So we got a chat saying Margot Robbie. I would love that oh. too, actually. She's a lot of fun
2: too. So. That would be very nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right,
0: Mr. Evans. What names?
2: Who me? Who
0: would be in your oh. par- who would be in your party?
2: Ooh, um, there are some people that some people don't know. who um, I mean, if you, if we're thinking mainstream people, um. Ooh. That was actually, you know what? In light of it all, I would invite Dolly Parton to the bathtub party. <laughs> In her cowgirl uniform, if she wants to wear it. Um, <laughs> uh, but I mean, personally, if I was inviting people to a bathtub party, I see a lot of people that I would invite to a bathtub party are people who are like popular, like uh, you know, like Twitter famous or like. Instagram famous. Like, a lot of people wouldn't know them. Um, I would invite... Mm-hmm. See, mine will be a bunch of people who I probably have interviewed for the 411 lounge or probably somebody who I haven't. Um, of course, all of you who have listened to different shows and probably know the different people that I have <laughs> interviewed, but um, you know what? There is a model lately, and I, I think her name is... Oh, God, and I'm trying to remember her last name, but uh, it's her name is Marissa <sighs> Tomei. Oh, no, <laughs> no. Um, Salma Hayek. You know what Salma, Salma Hayek would be one? Um,
0: you got a vote on to... that one on the chat right now.
2: So that's two people. <laughs> I'd actually see, see mine would be like, see, see mine would be like, um, Blah Gigi, or it would and if you don't know who she is, look her up. Uh, um, and you know, I, I guess. Right no, don't, <laughs> no, no, no. That's not. It's an NSFW. You do that. Don't, don't do that right now. Uh, don't, do that yeah, don't do that if you're at work. Do you home. You're, yeah, don't do that if you're at work. I'm going to tell you that now. If you if you look up YGG, <laughs> that's not going to be good for you. <laughs> um I, G, G. um But um, Lady Gaga would be one. I would invite Lady Gaga to it. Ooh, pink. Pink, yeah. Pink would be fun. Yes. Pink pink. would be fun. That would be... She'd probably
0: jump a cannonball into
2: the tub. I'd be mad if the tub
0: did not have enough bubbles.
2: Yes. Yes. Probably, like, (laughs) cuss me out or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Like
2: bubbles or the champagne.
0: Where's the champagne? Yeah. Where's the bubbles? Yep. And why the
2: fuck aren't we ha- having a good time? She's not yes. Yep. So there we go. But no, there'll be a lot of people. It's so many, but yeah, definitely easy will be at the top of my list. Um, um. Yes, Jules will be one. I would invite Yes, Jules to be there. So, yeah. That was a safe search if you do that one. So. Um, <laughs> so yeah. uh, but yes, so that would be my bathtub party. But December 6th, uh, I didn't even get to the rest of the calendar. Uh, this Wednesday <laughs> brings us Mitten Tree Day. Uh, it is National Gazpacho Day. It is National Day of Remembrance and Action on Violence Against Women on that day. St. Nicholas Day. It's National Miners Day. National Pawn Brokers Day. Wait, is uh, it Miners
0: ERS or,
2: o- or Miners? Miners like, are the people who go underground. M-I-N-E-R-S. So, there you go. Uh, it's National pawnbrokers Brokers Day. Even though it's on December 6th, they're going to call a guy and then probably tell you they can get you December 14th. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> December 7th is National Slime Day. December 7th is actually National Illinois Day on that day. Uh, now, every year we get this incorrect, and I want to make sure because this is – uh, it is Hanukkah Day, or Hanukkah, but it starts on the 8th of this year, according to my calendar. Um, and then International Civil Aviation Day, National Cotton Candy Day is on December 7th. Uh, of course, December 7th is also National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. It is National Crossword Solvers Day on December 8th. Um, hmm. I am... A, what I call a partial crossword solver. Uh, I'm not smart enough to do an entire crossword puzzle. <laughs> um, me, my
0: word searches and my Sudoku.
2: There you go. Uh, December eight oh. is also... Uh, sorry? I was going
3: to say, I normally do one or two, leave it on the side, and it just gets magically completed.
2: Why <laughs> 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 uh, December eight is... Uh, Please don't at me. And like I said, I try to do this. It's Bodhi Day, a Bodhi Day. Uh, that is a uh, when Buddhists celebrate the day that the Siddhartha Gautama achieved enlightenment through uh, meditation. Uh, the second Friday in December, because I'll give you a heads up on next Friday because we won't be here. It's National Salesperson Day. National Brownie Day is coming up on December 8th. Uh so decimilator- the people with the cookies. Yes. The <laughs> uh, Civil <decimilator laughs> also pretend to be a time traveler day. Somehow I have a feeling it has to do with Doctor Who. Um, Doctor Who is either.
0: a time lord, so.
2: Yeah. Uh, and actually it's down here. The shows that had to do with uh, uh, time Doctor travel. Leap. Doctor Who, Quantum Leap, Outlander, Outlander, uh, Voyagers, The Time Tunnel, True Calling, Continuum, uh, Fringe, and Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. Uh, of course, famous books include The Time Machine by H.G. Wells, um, A Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court by Mark Twain, and mm-hmm. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Assangeable. It. Yes. <laughs> it's just a few. So, as I said, we aren't here next week, but I'm going to give you a heads up as to some days that are coming. Uh, Ludafisk day is coming up December 9th. Uh, <laughs> yum. uh, world techno day is December 9th. Any techno fans? Here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christmas card day is December 9th. National like- pastry day. Is,
4: yes. <laughs> <laughs> National pastry day is
2: on that day. Um, also, National Logger Day is December tenth. I'm not a, lager person. a l- logger person.
3: Logger is in
2: beer, me.
0: the dark beers, oh. like a I thought, lager. I thought
3: meant an actual logger person. Like a
0: lager? like get it's trees cut down trees. <laughs> yeah. Which one is it? Is it L A or L O?
2: L A G E R Lager.
0: Yep, that would be the beer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be the drink.
2: Human rights day is on December tenth. Mary's favorite day. The Dewey Decimal System Day is December tenth.
0: Oh yeah, I missed that. I actually <laughs> could find crap in the library. Now I gotta actually
2: look oh, I gotta read. Uh, national, <laughs> national Stretching Day is December eleventh. National App Day is also on that day. National Noodle Ring Day. Um the uh, Wait, now, Noodle Ring? <laughs> Yes, as in the food. <laughs> they come in rooms. <laughs> yes.
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: Get
2: apparently.
4: Those. Apparently. There
2: you go. Uh, national I'm gonna be careful here. National Dingling Day is December twelfth.
4: My dingling. I love that
2: song. <laughs> and every year. When we do this, and she laughs, National Dingaling Day
4: <laughs> encourages
2: us to reconnect with people we once talked to you often. What do you say? We call the people that we call haven't call heard it. from in a while. <laughs>
4: not what you just call it. So, no. My dingaling, my
2: dingaling. My so my wait,
0: ding-a-ling. you're going to ring
3: people and say, "Hey, my dingaling." <laughs> I'll send
0: okay. you yeah. to anybody. Are
2: you kids. It's just, it's just, just too bad that, that you don't. It's just too bad that we don't celebrate Fluff Another Day on Dingling Day. So <laughs> I love uh, and I the twelfth. <laughs>
4: yeah. Well, they should be back to back. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. We'll
4: back.
2: That didn't sound right at all. Uh, <laughs> <that's on> the <laughs> Ambrosia Day is on the twelfth, along with Poinsettia Day. Gingerbread House Day is on the twelfth. Uh National Violin Day is on the thirteenth, Cocoa Day is on the thirteenth, National Day of the Horse is the thirteenth. <laughs> uh National Booyah <Yeah>. <laughs> Day is the fourteenth. Monkey day. day is the fourteenth. International she Day is the fifteenth. Uh don't laugh, but National Where Where Your Pearls Day is the fifteenth. <laughs> 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 <Can> <laughs> This just gets worse as this goes along. <laughs> and, by like you. See, <laughs> and by the time we see you on December 15th, uh, a couple of weeks from today, it is National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day. So I hope that you all have your ugly yes. Christmas sweaters also. I have a new ugly Christmas sweater that I am going to update with
0: some lights. <laughs> I will be, yeah. if we, if the stream goes well, which I think it is so far, when we are back, <laughs> ugly Christmas sweater day, I'll put the camera on with an ugly Christmas sweater, guaranteed. All right. If it goes there well.
2: You go. If it goes well. There you go. That's, that's the key. It like, has to go well. comment,
0: subscribe. No, wait. That's the wrong
2: thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy. So here's what we're going to do. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do, because we're way past the halfway point. (laughs) That lasted a little bit longer than I thought it was going to last. Um, So let's get Retro Mobile of the Week out of the way, and then when we come back we'll talk about this gaming story, because I know I want to give it the the proper time that I'm going to give it. Um, So Retro Mobile of the Week is next. Uh, One is in honor of Chris being here, because he will know more about, well, he'll know more about one of these commercials. Uh, than we will here in the States. And then another one, I think last week we had the chipmunks for um, alphabets. But back in the 60s, the chipmunks actually also hawked another item as well, a very popular item. So we'll have both of those for you. And then on the other side, we'll be back with our top topic tonight. So thanks so much for joining us here on page one with our and Mary and Chris for this Friday night, December 1st, 2023, we will be right back after these retro moments.
1: The latest, greatest, ever more spectacular Woolworths Christmas show. The Super Chrome, tapes that come in freeze. Tell a tale, tape and book, helps a child to read. Five packed Sony tapes, the price is sure to please. Here, this brawn is independent, it'll style your hair with ease. Stupendous and amazing value in toys, I tell you. Fisher Price, here, that looks nice. The baby proof safe game. The speak and spell. That is correct. It makes other toys look tame. And once they've played with Vectrex, they'll never be the same. It's a greatest, oh, the latest, greatest, ever more spectacular World Christmas show. And ladies' knitwear. Look at them star-fading. <laughs> look at the colours. And all these for only 5 99 each. Stupendous value. Hooray! Eric Bristow Dark Yeah, fancy meeting you. Video and TV units self-assembly too. Remington's great popcorn maker Steady on there lad A set, Remote control Here can't be bad. Big value quality sweet in a jar Hurrah <laughs> 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 Oh computer He asked a commodore <laughs> A gift set packed from brute What man could ask for more A thousand lovely things to choose from Bargains galore In a late state ever more spectacular
4: Warworth
1: All right, now, boys, how about a little dinner music?
4: Okay, Dave, what'll we sing? How about Grand Sock Hot? I like the hot potato I want Lima B Blues.
1: Don't be silly. We're going to sing the What's for Dessert Jello song. Ready, Theodore? Ready. Simon? Ready. Alvin? Alvin?
4: Ready, and here's the jello.
1: Alvin, over there. All right. One, two, three.
4: Yellow, yellow, time for fun Lots of fun for everyone Legos, wobbles, shiny, bright Let's have yellow every night Yellow, yellow, tastes so nice Soft and sweet and cool as
3: ice Alvin! Okay! Yellow's
4: fun and yellow's
1: listening to page one page one with lavar and mary your source for all the current topics and news you need to know here's lavar and mary
2: Welcome back to page one for this Friday night, December 1st. Of course, that was the Chipmunks for Jell-O. And then I know Chris probably is well familiar and versed with the annual Woolworth Christmas sale there in the UK. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so, yeah. Definitely. Oh, am. Yes. So that was, that was for you since you're here tonight. I think we played that last year. Uh, did we uh, play last of, year? Yeah, we did. I think so, yeah. yeah. How is it that Chris is remembering all of this and you aren't? Because
0: I'm old and crusty and my memory is gone, it's been yeeted. It's not important. But you know, like yeah. Mr. Clean, that's important. I remember
4: that.
2: Yeah, that was really <laughs> <right>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and a hello, I guess, to all of you who are listening elsewhere tonight Um, (laughs) um, and to all of you everywhere else of course you can catch us Friday nights here uh, 10pm in the east 9pm in the central way out in the west at about 7 o'clock and then in the UK Chris we're on at what time
3: 3 o'clock in the morning (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, I really thank you all If you're up at 3 o'clock in the morning listening to us yeah. Or wherever you may be uh, So I wanted to give this one story Because the uh, two people here tonight uh, Are what I would call our resident gamers And people who will definitely have an opinion on this But this story came out this week that an Arkansas family has filed a negligence lawsuit against major video game companies, accusing them of negligence for, well, particularly particular one parent, for her son's gaming addiction. Uh, The lawsuit says that the teen teen spends about $350 a month on microtransactions that are targeted to be addictive for children. Uh, She has filed a lawsuit against several video game developers, including Xbox and Nintendo, accusing them of purposefully causing the young people to get addicted uh, to playing games. The lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court of Eastern Arkansas on November 3rd claims that the 13-year-old has an Internet gaming disorder caused by video game companies who, quote, specifically developed and designed their products to cause the addiction. Now, the family accuses four games in two cloud-based systems of making it too easy for their son to purchase microtransactions habitually. According to the lawsuit, the teen boy is addicted to Fortnite, Call of Duty, Battlefield, and Rainbow Six, spending approximately 13 hours per day playing these games across his Xbox and Nintendo Switch consoles. Now, the lawsuit claims that due to the toll these games took on her son, he now experiences pain in his hands, elbow, and shoulders, increased weight, and morbid obesity, lack of interest in other hobbies, diminished social interaction and lack of friends, and mental anguish, including rage, anger, physical outbursts, and more. The boy is now homeschooled due to worsening symptoms of lack of impulse control and inability to learn in a traditional classroom setting, which has caused his mother to lose hope in her ability to control his son's gaming, and she fears that when she tries to take the games away, the lawsuit said, the only way the teen's father is reportedly able to interact with his son is by playing video games together. Because of his intense gaming addiction, the lawsuit said that the boy, quote, has frequent bouts of gamer's rage where he throws game controllers and breaks them. Microtransactions and easy access to in-game purchasing was also mentioned in the suit, citing that the 13-year-old spends $350 a month and has spent $3,000 on in-game transactions and downloadable content, not including the games and consoles themselves, in a year. The lawsuit also states that because of the gaming company's intentional, negligence, deceptive fraudulent, willful, immoral, reckless, unlawful act. The parents of the boys have experienced loss of society and companionship as well as being financially damaged because of their son's gaming addiction. Uh, the parents accuse those gaming companies of being aware that their video games are harmful to young people because they're, quote, specifically designed their games to addict. To bolster the point, the lawsuit claims that video game companies, have uh, they hire behavioral psychologists to help develop games that will, quote, best utilize psychological tactics to keep players engaged for longer periods. The list of defendants includes Epic Games, uh, who developed the popular battle royale game, Fortnite, Microsoft, Nintendo, Google, and several others. Uh, In the lawsuit, the plaintiffs asked for a jury trial on all the issues that they accused companies of. And pretty much at this point, I saw a little bit of what Mother was talking about on the news, and I know that you two... um, Uh, for the interest of uh, letting the audience know. I mean, tonight we are on a platform which people are known for gaming. (laughs) Probably will have a strong opinion of. But I'm going to let either one of you start. I'm going to step back. I'll give my opinion after you guys are done. But your thoughts on this lawsuit. We're probably all thinking the same thing. I will be shocked if we're not. But go right ahead. (laughs) So, yeah, me and
3: Mama, um, well, Mary, we had maybe an hour discussion over this in the car. At least 30 minutes. Um, Okay, so I think my opinion with a game is, like, if you've got um, in-game purchases, let's say, and it's pay to win for the game, if you're going to make the in-game purchase, you're going to want to play and win in game, but um, having, I mean, a thirteen-year-old child, three hundred and fifty pound a month. I mean, that's a lot of money as well on that side of things. But as a pay to win and a not a pay to play, it's kind of working on two things. If you're paying to win and play, like, the interaction games, um, how can I explain that? It's kind of weird. I mean...
0: Uh, Well, I mean, it comes down to, are the gaming developers and consoles at fault for someone not being able to... uh, And to a point I understand where, Some of that fear comes in but not being able to control their child's exposure Mm
4: -hmm. to
0: understand their child's exposure and then like how do you blame somebody else for an addiction that started because you let them get addicted their child addictions take time um and then like rage quitting yeah okay that happens Breaking console, breaking consoles or controllers. Sorry, not replacing them. Like maybe that's me being the kind of mom that I am, but if you're gonna break a controller, done. Um, even on like right now on Twitch, if you can't control your child, it's the gaming, it's the gaming developer's fault. Yeah, now. Like I would I, I wish that that would be the easy out that seems like the easy out, but you can't I don't know I, I guess i lack some of that empathy. I get what they're saying, and the games are made to entice you play. to play. That's how they make their money. It's the same way with gambling, it's the same way that's how they make their money. They need you to they need you to buy their games. And buy their downloads and buy their, you know, the the purchases, the microtransactions, the um, DLC, any of those things. That's what they do. That's how they make their money. It's. I want you to get addicted to bread. That's how I make my money. I make bread. And now I want to make best bread that makes you come back and buy my bread again. That's all they're doing. I'm not going <laughs> to to the bread company, because now I have a beer gut from your bread. You know, I just...
3: It, it, I so we, know. we were talking about it earlier. Like, If I was to buy a game <laughs> and there's game purchases in the game, if I can't earn them purchases while playing the game, I'm sorry, that's going to lose my interest in playing. I will just earn what I need and move to the next game. I'm not going to Buy things in game if I can't earn it while playing. Um,
0: it, yeah, so there's a lot of it, there's a lot of back and forth about that, and again, it comes down to where does the line start and stop. Mm-hmm. As a parent, you need to pay attention, and that also means sometimes, at least the dad is playing games with the kid, so there's got to be some kind of
3: equilibrium where. You know, you have this to spend, but no more. I mean, it's also on the other side of that. Where is this said kid getting this money from? I mean, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to spend. I don't think I could just give away £350 a month.
0: Well, I mean, like, uh, I know that we spend not $350 a month, but I know that we spend kiddo and i spend some money on games but we also know when those games are coming out we we budget that kind of money i mean you're looking at for a nintendo game let's use the big one that just came out Tears of the kingdom that's 60 bucks a game mm-hmm. you know and there's two of us and each of us want our own game so that's 120 dollars on one big purchase and that's without all the little bits and bobs that you can get too like oh i want to sticker book or uh a, an amiibo or whatever so um <laughs> there's just it's just you have to know what you're spending it on but yeah 350 dollars a month i don't spend that kind of money on other than like groceries i think that's what i spend it on i'm, I'm trying so, to think Like my car payments that much.
2: kind of going to grab a little bit from both of you because I think we're all kind of on the same page. But, you know, one of the things that I think I took out of this story was that there seems, and and I hope, and and I'm not one to place a lot of blame on either way. But first of all, I hope that the child gets the help that he needs and that he's able to be a functioning member of society at some point. Uh, no one here is going to deny that part to it. Second, as parents, you know, somewhere I would hope that they would take some form of responsibility themselves. Because like Chris said, where is a 13-year-old getting money like this to spend? You know, Mm -hmm. when I was growing up, I remember when the Nintendo Entertainment System first came out, we got it for Christmas. And I remember we were so excited, and we were allowed to open up one Christmas gift. We knew what it was. We opened it up at about 10 o'clock Christmas Eve, started playing it, and like around 1 a.m., Mom's like, hey, <laughs> turn it off. Go to bed. Turn to bed, yeah. It's done, you know? And I'm he not going to sit the there and throw AM a controller through. because if I sat there yeah. and threw a controller, Right. I would probably permanently have like a broken arm. <laughs> but, um, right. 13
0: you know, hours? Where is this kid getting that kind of time
2: to right. play games? Shut it off. So, so and, and If I'm dad, I'm not... Because it's almost like you're kind of like enabling it by sitting down to play games with him just so that you can talk to him? Really? I'm sorry, but if an adult who should be pretty much the person that knows best is telling you, hey, you need to kind of, like, snap out of it and talk to the rest of us and act, you know, in a normal setting. Because, like, this kid, he's doing nothing but lashing out because he can't do what he wants to do. You know, I don't know if this is going to be a viable lawsuit. I'm not an attorney. I'm not a legal eagle. I don't know. But there's a lot of questions here. Yeah, there's a lot of questions here because, you know, there has to be some form of responsibility from the family as to what are they doing. You know, are you um, limiting his time? You know, it's kind of like if you go and you eat a bunch of food, no, if you went and ate uh ton of chicken at KFC, yeah, you know, it's fine, but they don't probably eat. They're not going to tell you, hey, you can't have five buckets to yourself (laughs) It's there, but moderation. So you're asking now companies to, quote, babysit your kids and kind of tell them what's next. I mean, if I'm the video game company, I'm going to be like, all right, then if that's the case, then maybe we should start timing games. And if we see that you're on it for a while, it's just going to automatically shut down. Oh, I don't see a gaming
0: company doing that. No, it's not going to
2: do that. It's not going to do that. But I mean, it's kind of like that's what you're asking us. You know, it's it's like you want the video. It's like you want the video game companies to police what you should be doing, and you know there has to be a form of responsibility from the people who have an issue because if you didn't do anything to help curb the issue, how in the hell do you expect? a video game company to compensate you. And even then, if they compensate you, what's going to happen post that? You're still going to have the same problem. Mm -hmm. Nothing gets fixed.
4: It's not going to
3: fix the problem at home. I mean, the game companies, they literally do their games to get kids to buy them. I mean, most games now are projected towards children. Mm -hmm. Um, If adults like them, of course, adults are going to buy them too. And that's how the gaming companies are gonna earn their money. I mean, how many kids are in the world? How many people are gonna buy the games? That's how they're gonna do it. And in-game transactions is a bonus for them. Mm-hmm. But they're there, so you know they have moderation. And...
0: Well, I just keep going back to, this is the iPad generation yeah. that we're looking at. You were so quick to put that iPad in that kid's hands and sit them in front of a TV. And I'm not saying that I'm not guilty of doing that every now and again, and I have. But it's it was also, fact. I understood that what I was doing, mm-hmm. so I also tried to make sure I mitigated that with other things where, okay, now we're going out and we're going to have fun at the park. Hey, we're going to go and learn how to play golf. Hey, we're going to, you know, fun, does this, huh? yeah, we're going to cook. We're going to paint ornaments. Whatever the case may be, not only do you get your iPads time, but you have to look me in the eye and talk to me. And Mm -hmm. if you're not going to do that, if you're not going to take responsibility for that, how can you ask a gaming company to say, yeah, we did wrong. We got your kid addicted. No, they're not going to do that. No. Sue Apple. They made iPads to stick in front of your kids. Sue Samsung for making TVs you know sue so YouTube for making short videos that kids can digest and then just continue to play and play and play and play in the background and make it annoying and like I want to stamp you in the face of Polly Poo Poo unboxes another Barbie doll like whatever It, it where's the line I guess is what it comes down
4: to
2: yeah so uh, anybody my else? My apologies for Polly Poo Poo. <laughs> Wherever you may be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know that channel is going to go up now. Somebody's going to going to show up on my Google.
2: Yep. It's already in the works. <laughs> 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 um, I think we're done with that topic, right, kids, unless you guys had anything else you want to add? No, I
3: think we're done. I think
0: we're okay.
2: all on the same page. Yeah, yeah, we're we're pretty much all on the same page. Uh, Potpourri. I had a couple of stories here that had no uh, fittings, but I think it was well worth mentioning. So, uh, college bowl games here are starting soon. Uh, football, uh, the actual mm-hmm. football, American football, and uh, fans might... Yes, real, <laughs> real football. Manly football, football, <laughs> 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 men 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 oh. men, uh, men men. <laughs> um, college, football <laughs> <laughs> college football fans might have thought that the food celebration at bowl games reached their zenith at the Dukes-Mayo Bowl, where the winning coach gets a tub of mayonnaise dumped over his head. That is an actual thing. But the bar has now been raised, or lowered, depending on your opinion. The new Pop-Tarts Bowl won't just have a mascot that interacts with fans, players, and coaches. The team will have an opportunity to eat the mascot. That's correct. The pop Starts Bowl will boast the first edible mascot, and the winning team will be encouraged to take a bite of the costume. The bowl matchup featuring teams from the ACC and Big 12 is scheduled for December 28th. It will be televised on ESPN. And it's played in Orlando. The game was formerly known as the Cheese it Bowl for the past three seasons. Uh, but, yes, uh, you will have uh, – an opportunity to actually, but bite take a bite mascot. out of crime. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um,
0: also, you better be cute underneath that mascot uniform. I'm just saying, if I'm going to be
2: fighting,
0: <laughs> I would like dinner.
4: <laughs>
2: and then of course, from the too good to be true department, uh, but it also had a negative effect. Uh, it was a simple plan. Uh, Business tends to slow down at Red Lobster locations during the third and fourth quarters, so its parent company, uh, Thai Union, launched a new promotion. For $20, customers could eat as much shrimp as they wanted. The promotion has been a tradition of the chain for more than 18 years, but in June, the company announced that endless shrimp would become a permanent fixture on the menu. Uh, They knew that the price was cheap, but the idea was to bring more traffic into the restaurants. Turns out the plan turned out to be a little too well. The company said in third quarter earnings that more customers took advantage of the seafood chain's ultimate endless shrimp than expected, the key reason for the chain's roughly $11 million loss in the third quarter of 2023. For $20, wow. guests could choose two shrimps to start off with and keep ordering from there. The options range from coconut shrimp, linguini alfredo, to grilled shrimp skewers. Red Lobster saw a traffic increase of two percent compared to last quarter and four percent compared to the previous year, but the company didn't expect the proportion of customers choosing to participate in the deal to be as high. <laughs> and it says on this promotion we didn't we don't earn a lot of money. At twenty two dollars we don't. The idea was just to bring traffic. Uh, they have been increasing their prices incrementally on the deal, first from twenty to twenty two and now selling at twenty five. So yeah. Um, not a good business plan
0: why why would you think that people would take advantage of it It, everything is so expensive and you're telling me I can get endless shrimp if you're a shrimp person if you like your seafood and you don't got gout shrimp part of the gout thing or if you got some kind of other medical condition that you can't have shellfish allergies etc why wouldn't you take advantage? It's freaking shrimp.
2: I, I don't know. <laughs> I love
0: their shrimp uh, we need to. Like, I'm sorry. Throw and Alfredo. Chicken Alfredo.
2: Mac and I, cheese. I'm, mac and
4: cheese.
2: <laughs> actually, I have a story about mac and cheese coming up. Uh, but before that, though, uh, merriam Webster announced their word of the year for 2023. Uh, no. The word... Is authentic. Uh, authentic. That uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lookups for the word are routinely heavy on the dictionary company's site, but were boosted to new heights throughout the year. Uh, and they saw 2023 a kind of crisis in authenticity. Uh, so what they realize is that when we question authenticity, we value it even more. Uh, they said that the team doesn't delve into the reasons people head for dictionaries and websites in search of specific words. Rather, they chased the data on lookup spikes and world events that correlate. Uh, This time around, there was no particularly huge boost at any given time, but a consistency to the increased traffic or interest in the word authentic. Uh, This was the year of artificial intelligence, for sure, but also a moment when the chat GPT maker OpenAI suffered a leadership crisis. Uh, Taylor Swift, Prince Harry chased after authenticity in their words and deeds, and Elon Musk, of course, yeah, we don't even go there, but uh, authentic. Mm -hmm. Is the 2023 word of the year uh, from them. Uh, by the way, I know you kids just mentioned mac and cheese, and um, I'm trying to bring up the story, but there was actually something now about mac and cheese that was actually changing. Uh, <laughs> uh, it wasn't going – oh, here it is. It's uh, exactly.
0: so and cheese, how can you change many uh, cheese?
2: Well, actually, no, I'm going to tell you. So what happened was that the Kraft Heinz company said on Wednesday mm-hmm. that it is bringing dairy-free macaroni and cheese to the U.S. for the first time. The company said that the new recipe has the same creamy texture and flavor of its beloved 85-year-old original mac and cheese, but replaces dairy with ingredients like fava bean protein and coconut oil powder. Uh, the plant-based Kraft not Mac and Cheese, which will be rolled out to U.S. stores over the next few months, was developed in collaboration with NotCo, which is a Chicago startup which makes plant-based milk, burgers, and other products. Uh, Kraft Heinz, which is based in Pittsburgh and Chicago, formed a joint venture with NotCo last year. Uh, the joint venture, of course, called Kraft Heinz NotCo, has already released non-dairy cheese slices and mayonnaise in the U.S., and it plans to add more products and begin international distribution next year. Uh, They began selling vegan macaroni and cheese in Australia in 2021, but this will be the first time it's been sold in the U.S. Uh, They said that sales of plant-based macaroni and cheese products are outpacing the overall category. Less than 30% of buyers purchased the products a second time, citing disappointing taste and texture. (laughs) As long um, as it's still
0: bright orange, neon, whatever color it is, that cheese powder, I I am down. uh,
2: I can't guarantee that, and I don't know what color that will actually be when it's said and done. I guess yay or nay to plant-based mac and cheese.
3: Christopher? Um, um, I, mean, I mean...
0: That is a thing.
3: It, it, it's then um, not mac and cheese. It's mac and not cheese. <laughs> it's that should me. be just a brand name, mac and not cheese. It's
0: not <laughs> mac and cheese. I'm going to say no. I'm going to go with No. <laughs> Definitely not <laughs> yes, uh, me my carry.
2: Okay. So no mac and cheese for any of you. I guess not. No, I'll it's regular mac not and cheese. For
4: me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I guess so. uh um, taking real quick a look at what is trending tonight so that uh you kids know it's Friday night. Actually, uh we have some sports going on here. Uh, Washington and Oregon is playing in the Pac-12 title game. Um, so I don't have a score. I guess according to this, uh, it looks like Oregon. No, I'm gonna get a score on that. Um, unfortunately, I'm not. Not pulling up for me. But they're playing tonight. Uh, Smackdown is trending tonight because it's wrestling. Also trending today. A little bit of sad news. Um, former Supreme Court. Justice Sandra Day O'Connor passed away at the age of 93 Uh, she was the first woman to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court Um, also trending is the rapper and reality star Bad Baby who uh, is known for the Catch Me Outside from Dr. Phil Uh, she posted a picture online today showing a baby bump so she is expecting no word yet on when uh, the baby is due uh, but um, she is now expecting to catch her in the um, delivery room. <laughs> Got the um, score for the
0: game.
2: You do have the score. Yeah, twenty-seven,
0: twenty-four, Washington. In the ah. fourth quarter.
2: Thank you. With Thank about you nine score. left. Thank you for that update. I know Washington was leading early on. Twenty, to, I think it was twenty to nine. They were leading. <laughs> so that that's a yeah. huge shift. Um, the game's getting a little too close for comfort. <laughs> Uh, Also trending tonight is Macaulay Culkin, who got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame today. Um, Of course, the actor known for uh, Home Alone. Uh, Actually, one of the funny things was that his mom from Home Alone, Catherine O'Hara, was there um, to introduce him. But uh, he's married. Here's the one thing. He's married to... uh, also another child star, Brenda Song, who was on *Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. And they have a child together and during the uh, ceremony, he actually thanked her. Um, And he said that uh, you know, uh, that she's given him purpose. And they have two boys. Uh, And I I thought about that. He was one of the biggest stars of the 90s and she was probably one of the most well-known teen stars of the early 2000s. So Uh, power couple right there, but uh, that is what is trending tonight besides sports, wrestling, uh, some television, um, and yes. um, Yeah. (laughs) That's what's going on trending. So here's what we're going to do. We've got After Dark coming up. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I usually at this point will give you all the warning that our After Dark segment, if you have not heard it before, is meant for more mature audiences. So, if you have little kids in the room, uh, and you don't want them to hear anything of a frank and explicit nature, uh, I'll give you a couple of seconds to kind of push them out of the room, or maybe put a video game in their hands. I don't know. Uh, after we talk about I ran video games. Away. Right, right, right. <laughs> I would play a retro moment in between this, but no, we're going to go straight into that After Dark. Um, so there were a few things, um, this week that we did one last week, which, uh, I think the last story was one in which it left a lot to, uh, talk about, but, uh, I promise you this week, it, it won't be much here, but it won't be anything too bad. So this one comes from the New York Post, and this is about... Songs to have sex to according to your zodiac So, <laughs> <laughs> so Spotify rap 2K22. Yes. Uh, it's been delivered unto us. And with it, a stack of statistics that reveal the most listened to artists, songs, and podcasts, and platforms, 4 million users, uh, and service of soundtracking sex, UK lingerie brand uh, Pour Moi. Did I pronounce that correct, Chris? Pour moi. Pour moi, thank you. They've released some song <laughs> stats of its own. Analyzing Spotify playlists with 2023 in the title, as well as the words like sex, seduction, horny, bedroom, and masturbating, these freaks compiled a list of songs and artists folks were soundtracking their sex to this year. Uh, pretty much in a terrifying bit of intel, more people uh, pleasured themselves to Kanye West than any other artist. Runner-up? flying solo sing-alongs is Lana Del Rey, suggesting that there are many among us who cry when they come. Alone <laughs> okay. with a partner or a party of many. Uh, if you are an Aries, it was Summer Walker's Pull-Up. Uh, if you're a Taurus, it was Everyone Loves an Outlaw, <laughs> I See Red. Uh, a Gemini, it was Tie Dollar Signs or Nah.
4: <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh,
2: Cancers, it was two feet, I feel like I'm drowning. That be a key thing. Uh Leo, it was Dua Lipa plus uh Wedding's High. If you're Virgo, Beyonce's Rocket. <laughs> uh Libra's, it was Doja Cat's Streets. Scorpios, uh SZA's Snooze was the song. Uh Sagittarius, it was Party Next Doors, Sex on the Beach. Um Capricorns, it was Zane's sweat. See that one makes sense. That one would make mm-hmm.
4: sense.
2: Uh, Aquarius, if you me, it's the weekends earned it. <laughs> and I did. Thank uh-huh. you. Uh huh. Pisces, it was <laughs> Labanus Still don't know my name. And those were. Much... <laughs> Let's talk so, about
4: sex, baby.
2: So Let's
4: talk not, about to e get, not to Not to get.
2: Too personal, but here's the thing: everyone likes music. I guess. See, that's the one thing about it. I don't know. If, like, like nowadays, uh, if people are doing particular things in the bedroom, they have to have like a soundtrack playing. Uh, it seems like a lot of it is either like rap or um, something else, or maybe popular music. And I remember once. Johnny Carson years ago asked Frank Sinatra, he said, you know, so many people probably made out to your music. What do you make out to? And I think Sinatra at that time said that it was like more classical music. He didn't listen to his own music. It was classical music. So that leaves to mind here, and we're all adults in this room. (laughs) For now. And you know Mm -hmm. that this question was probably coming. If there was a song or an artist uh, that you play, who would it be? Don't
4: look at me. I mean, you already this sang my song. Oh, I say. <laughs> so, are, are you in a
2: genre? Would it be rock? Would it be rap? Would it be pop? Would it be, uh I don't know, classical?
0: <laughs> I I I don't need music for that. I make my own.
4: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
0: Poor dogs can only hear. No, I'm just kidding. Um, well, not really. Um, <laughs> um, nothing religious, so not Christian. <laughs> nothing country, because I don't need to lose my truck, my dog, or my beer. Um, no. <laughs> no, I'm I'm, use, I'm around the pop. Like granted, but, like I'm I'm. Spice Girls pop, but Salt and Pepper
2: was fun. Let's um, talk about sex? Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: That, you, you did not hear yeah. me say that earlier. <laughs> sorry. <Yeah. laughs> Let's talk about sex, baby. Um, TLC, a lot of that. I mean, that...
4: that
3: Red Light that, Special that's that, that kind of era, right?
0: Yeah, that era is my jams. And so that, is it Red Light that, Special that, then? That me, maybe. <laughs> No scrubs. Um.
3: <laughs> now you're talking about the
4: guy.
0: I mean, stuff that makes me feel pretty and like, Ooh, hi, how you doing? That's where I'm at. Like, that's. I'm not going over and doing the wobble and like, yeah, I look good doing the wobble. Look at you, no. I feel like a heifer doing the wobble. I mean. <laughs> But that, yeah, no. I, did, I, do, I don't need a soundtrack. If it's good, let's, let's back that up. If I need a soundtrack, it ain't good. Because oh, no. now I'm not thinking about, no, because now I'm singing in my head. Like, I got my own little dance floor, and I'm singing in my head. So, And if you're coming out there with Barry White, although, take that one back. That was all right. If you're coming out there with, like, Frank Sinatra, then I'm like, nah, <laughs> I, I'm really all right. <laughs>
4: show, you,
2: show you right.
0: Big uh, <laughs> Cosby does have a great voice, so I'll <laughs> go. But, but some
2: people, though, nowadays, when it comes to that, they play music. Because they feel like it's kind of almost like, you know, when athletes come out and it's like warm up, it's like the music kind of gets them going. And like a lot of people now with popular music and especially like rap, um, you know. And they
0: ain't
2: doing it right. I don't know if it's like as a buffer so that, you know, any noises that may occur. I'm
0: embarrassed because I'm kissing somebody else's face and things are happening in my body. I,
4: this is a
2: natural
0: thing. I Do guess? you need music? No.
2: Definitely Do no. you need music? I'm looking at everybody. Do you need music? How about you, Laura? Do you need music? No, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got, ain't nobody got time for that. Because <laughs> here, here's, what, right happens. Cause here's what happens. Ain't nobody got time for Because here's what happens. If you're playing music, and then somewhere in between, you know, a song comes on that you really don't want to hear. Do you really want somebody to stop? And be like, oh wait, let me switch it to something I want to hear. What
0: if it's your jam and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa? I need this. Like, give right. hey, me a minute. This is my right. jam. Oh, oh, oh! Come on. I don't need I mean, you. You're not going to
3: listen to like. I don't need you kissing or or up on like my. Pump up the
0: jam. Um, I don't need you kissing up on my neck. If That is my
2: jam, and
3: I'm
0: like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You need to back up. I got this. I'll be right back. Give me five. Give me five. Give me twenty minutes and twenty four
2: seconds. I guess guess as long as the Backstreet Boys "I Want It That Way" is not playing, (laughs) (laughs) that would be bad. (laughs) There's just certain songs you don't want. There's certain songs you don't want to hear come on while that's happening. And think it's going to be May. (laughs) <laughs> it has to, yeah, there, there has to be like a top five of like songs you don't want to hear. during sex. <laughs> Right, <laughs> Gangnam style. <laughs> yes, you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> you just think you don't want to hear. <laughs> you don't want to hear William <laughs> Hung sing "She Bangs, She Bangs." You know, it's just. Mm. No. <laughs> I don't know. So that that might be, That might be the perfect thing. No. <laughs> Oh, maybe that's a top five list for, like, a couple weeks from now. Top songs you do want to hear and top five you don't want to hear. Um, Because sound
4: is silence.
2: (laughs) You don't want to hear, like, that one song from the uh, late 90s early 2000s short, Short Man. Don't want to hear that one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: the guy okay. walks out Like ready to go And short short man's like Yeah
4: <laughs> Powerful <laughs> <laughs> would be very bad <laughs> we're not uh-huh.
0: to put it on. I would laugh So hard It would probably make it a lot of fun Because that would set that whole like Okay we're not taking this seriously right now
2: <laughs> No <laughs>
0: That would be wrong on a lot of levels
2: it would be. It probably would be. <laughs> um, hey, how you it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, a few weeks ago, we had talked about that infamous list of which people did not want to be, or the, one girl did not want to be taken uh, on a date to yeah. certain places. I think uh, one Take of them was to the
0: Cheesecake Factory.
2: Cheesecake Factory,
4: <laughs> but
2: it already came out. And it says, is watching TV a good first date? Most people think so, according to a poll. 45% of Americans said that having different movie taste in a relationship is a relationship deal breaker. But a survey of 5,000 Americans who stream uh, found when it comes to streaming and romance in real life, nearly 6 in 10 people polled across all 50 states consider streaming a movie or series and hooking up as an acceptable first date. Beyond that, 37% of Americans stream movies or TV shows the most with their partner, more so than their children, 14%, or their parents, 14%. The survey also looked at genre preferences and found that more than half, 52%, of Nevadans prefer romantic comedies. But as cuff season approaches and Americans are looking for the perfect flick, both men and women are likely to put on a rom-com, 27%, 36%. Uh, People's top series of shows to stream include Law & Order, and Family Guy, with Last Singer and The Simpsons tied for third. Uh, their top three movie franchises, John Wick, The Avengers, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the Super Mario Brothers movie. Conducted by one poll on behalf of Tubi, the survey also found that the average person reportedly streams a whopping 1,112 hours of content a year. It's about 21 hours a week, which equates to a part-time job. Wyoming was the most likely state to stream more than 50 hours per week, with 40% of respondents doing so. Uh, And Nevada surpassed other states in streaming the most TV shows or movies, with 40% currently watching more than 10. Um, If you're a fan of true crime, though, you may find a friend in Minnesota where the genre is most popular at 53%. Indiana is all about dramas. Nearly half named it their favorite drama to stream. Uh, I won't say that... uh, Idaho's claim to fame may be as the state that has streamed the same movie more than any other, with 36% of respondents reportedly streaming their favorite movie 41 to 50 times this past year. Uh, and the state most likely to stream a holiday movie? Alaska. Uh, however, women are more than likely to men to turn on seasonal content outside of the holiday season. So I want to get back to that first one, though, about a good first date and watching television (laughs) Uh, I think that's going to fly I mean
3: if it's a thing that you both enjoy watching then okay fair enough but if you're just watching basic TV no that's not gonna work
0: okay two things I have two opinions on this one one depending on what's going on and this is how this this will diverge if it is a hard task to choose together something to watch because everybody has different tastes, but if it turns into a, hmm, I don't know, like do I want to watch that or like, hey, I want to watch NASCAR. And I'm like, no, (laughs) like, and, oh, um, then that would determine. That would help. I, I'm I'm not against that at that point. But then I also am. Are we putting the TV on so it's background noise and it's kind of a Netflix and chill kind of thing? So yes, if it's like the indicator of what I'm going to have to watch, or is it? Actually, I don't I don't mind it at all. Actually, on either one, because if it turns into background noise and you know, hey, let's just put the series on or whatever, so that we've got some background noise while we're talking. And then when there's walls in conversation, we can actually watch it. I don't see how that's a bad, bad deal.
4: Um,
2: no one uses a TV for background noise unless you're doing something else. Uh.
0: Oh no, I do all the time. <laughs> I know, no, I know I'm no one, but I do all the time, like the washing dishes. It's, it's my it's my emotional
4: support
2: background noise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I can tell Chris is going to be quiet on that one, and he's not going to add. <laughs> he's not going to add. Uh, uh, I'm not last... going to add to that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He knows better. Uh, he's witnesses. Yes. This last one makes me question social media. So there is. hydrate. Don't
0: forget to drink something. Sorry. We oh. just got a notification. So hydrate.
2: Oh, well, well then we we'll are all hydrate. So I've got water here. So hold on a second. While we're doing this, uh, <laughs> this, is, this is going to be your ASMR of probably me drinking something. Love the live interaction
0: on this. We need to do this more often.
2: I think what we should do is that uh, – and I, I did question it. So coming soon, we're probably going to have the ASMR uh, moment of zen. <laughs> moment of zen. <laughs> we can make it that was... a
0: channel point redemption moment of zen. Uh... Yep. yep.
2: There you go. Uh, so, and agree. Yeah, and <laughs> 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 the orange peel theory claims to prove how much your partner really cares, according to an article. <laughs> um so curious Somebody's couples getting
4: right
2: over to... here. Just letting you know. Oh, okay. was that from the breathing or is this from the story that I'm about to go <laughs> um, <From> the story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just making sure. Uh curious couples hoping to find out how much their partners really care are putting their relationship to the test using the suddenly viral orange peel theory. Popularized on TikTok, the theory claims that when your other half performs a small act of service, something that you're capable of doing on your own, like peeling an orange without being asked, their action reveals how well they know you and how likely they are to take care of you now and in the future. Uh, this could play out with your partner choosing to peel your orange because they know that you hate getting sticky citrus juice all over your fingers or because they don't want you to get sick and want to make it uh, one step easier for you to load up on vitamin C. The hashtag Orange Peel Theory has already amassed 25.5 million views on a popular social media site as people around the world share the small ways that they've discovered how much their partner cares. In one viral video, a woman named Jenna and how her boyfriend showed his love for her simply by running some grocery for uh, The avid baker explained to C at least complaining about her ongoing struggle to successfully separate egg whites and while working and feet of her long nails. His response, bring her a supply of soap already separated with these persons. It was honestly just a little rant that I didn't pay much attention to because it wasn't a big deal, just a little moment of frustration. But he saw me to note it in the video, never thought egg whites would make me cry. On the less heartwarming side of things, one Reddit user revealed how the theory led her to break up with her boyfriend. The woman said that she asked her partner of seven months to do a few simple favors like tying her hair up and putting her towel in the dryer to warm it up, both of which he questioned and did not do. The method worked and made me see that I'd do a lot more for him than he does for me, the woman said. Our relationship is not going to end because of my towel not being warm or my hair not being up, but because I realize that I'm just, um, I'm just selling for a lazy man. She explained in her test led her to notice the imbalance in a relationship as a partner takes advantage of all she does for him without returning the favor. Uh, some have pointed out that the theory can be applied to just about any relationship, romantic or no, from colleagues to teachers, to best friends. It's an easy way to find out who's going to be there in a crisis. Um, so uh, we talked about this a while back because acts of service are one of the five love languages as defined by Dr. Gary Chapman, whose research has broken into the mainstream in recent years. Uh, the five love languages, words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, acts of service, and receiving gifts, uh, which describe how people express and prefer to receive love and understanding uh, has been shown to improve relationships. Um, Is an act of service such as the Orange Peel Theory important to you? (laughs) Do you want to go first? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: This is one of those times
0: when a cam would be great because the look on my face. When, When I
3: saw the article earlier, I was just okay, I saw the pictures, and I was like, okay, before I even read anything, it's just a man and a woman and an orange. And I was like, okay, there must be two ways of peeling an orange at some point. I mean, and then I read on, and I was like, oh, actually, it's not all about the orange. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I put in the effort. I mean, if you do, you do. If you don't, I'm sorry. It's not going to work. <laughs> kind of thing like you do the washing up. You take the rubbish out. The what? <laughs> you do the washing up and you take the rubbish out
0: trash okay yeah i gotcha okay um <laughs> no here here's the thing if i understand the like love languages and i it and it kind of sucks when somebody's like i'm breaking up with you know this is this relationship that's not going to work because they don't respond to my love language or they question my love language i get that um but you have to kind of know your own. And just because they are not doing acts of service doesn't mean that they're not conveying their affection or their notice for you because they may not speak that language. That may be a foreign language to them. Um, my big one is like one of, I have three that rotate, um, quality time acts of service. And um, physical touch are my three that rotate, and it just really depends on that time of the month. Um, yes, I did say that. so it really does just depend on if I want you touching me today, then that's that's my that's my go-to i I, I need that, and but then I'm also the first person to reach out and be like, "Hey, I need my hugs. Um, I need my cuddles. I need my you know I need hold my hand, tell me I'm pretty." Um, but yeah, it just really depends. Acts of service I usually ends up like third on my list, uh, probably because I'm more of a physical touch person and really want that quality time. So it just it just really depends. Um, but I'm not going to get all up in arms if you don't peel my orange. Like I'm a big girl now. I can peel my own oranges. Thanks, mm. but I get it. You just have to know. You just have to know your partner's language and hope that you can speak it.
2: Hmm. Somehow, I'd like to believe that. <laughs>
0: I'm not gonna break up with somebody just because they don't know how to speak my language. I'm gonna break up with them because they're not telling me I'm pretty.
2: Oh no, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That <laughs> makes sense. All right. Yes. So
0: and they take big steps because they're taller than me, and I have to like run to catch up. Those are the those are the things you we break up with them on. And if they're an no Ohio State guy. Or a a
3: from the Top Shelf. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, here's the thing. You know, what happens if somebody didn't want their orange peeled, but if they like it like cut in like the little pieces with the rind still on? Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's all about reading your partner. You know, it, it, the orange peel theory in it, it is in theory. Part of, <laughs> in theory, it is part of a bigger thing of reading your partner and knowing when to, you know, help and assist your partner out when they need it and when they're asking for it. Um, I don't think, like you said, an orange <laughs> peeling an orange at the end of the day, or quote unquote, you know, doing that is going to make or break a relationship. There's a lot of different parts to a relationship. Um, is it the little things? Yes. It's also the big things. Um, it's a little bit of both. So, yeah, the orange peel theory, I think that's most – it's got to be a Gen Z thing. Uh <laughs> <laughs> no you say Uh, Wait, I am old. I'm not not doing that, but it sounds like something that a general Zier would do. Anyway. What's the next generation going to be called? Gen
0: Bravo?
2: I guess so. Maybe. Uh, Or just, I don't know. (laughs) Gen question mark. Um, (laughs) So we've got a few minutes left. So I will treat you all to some files from the Smoking God. This... There's four of them tonight. Um, Take what you will from it. But our first story, um, (laughs) I think this is, oh, this is a Florida story. Well, who knew? Yay, Florida man. So in a lewd feat of multitasking, an ex-con was arrested for indecent exposure after he was spotted uh, pleasuring himself while riding a bicycle. (laughs) You know, (laughs) told cops. And she spotted a man, later identified as Timothy Graham, exposing himself, pleasuring uh, while riding his bicycle Friday in a parking lot in Indian Shores, which is a Gulf Coast town south of Clearwater, Florida. Graham was later stopped by the cops, and the victim said she was 100% confident that he was the man she saw pleasuring himself on the bike around 5 a.m. When he was first contacted by police, the zipper, on, uh, the zipper to his pants was down, according to a criminal complaint. Graham, who claimed to have been sleeping in the park, was asked if he had engaged in the lewd lo- conduct. The defendant advised he was in the park, charged with the exposure of sexual organs. They make it sound so clean. Uh, Graham, uh, <laughs> whose address is listed as an apartment building in a nearby Lago, was booked into the county jail where he remains locked up in lieu of a $150 bond on the misdemeanor count. Um... But then again, that leads us to the next story. Uh, which Hold on, probably... I have a
0: question though,
2: because okay. I'm not a
0: bike rider anymore. But how... I don't know how... was he riding in circles?
2: I, I don't know. Was he riding? And in I hope
0: circles? He... Yeah, because if one hand's on the on the handlebars and the other hand is
2: uh, otherwise occupied, it, 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 it's quite a feat. I was wondering how he did it. <laughs> and I, I was hoping that he wasn't riding on a banana seat. Uh... Is it
0: Over left or the right? I mean, <laughs>
2: at least when he stopped. He's got a
0: Yeah, <laughs> Yay for tripods. Okay,
4: moving
2: on. <laughs> or we could say that if he was self-pleasuring himself, he was riding on a unicycle. Um, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> after stealing $800 worth of Barbie toys from a Buffalo area Walmart, 800 mm-hmm. a New York woman led police on a 100-mile-an-hour chase, according to investigators. Cops say that Imani Thompson, 26, swiped the Barbie Hall Monday afternoon from a Walmart supercenter in Lockport. After walking out of the retailer, she departed in the 2016 Ford Escape. After officers spotted her car, they activated they emergency escape. lights and sought to have her pull over. Instead, she continued to flee, hitting speeds in excess of 100 miles an hour. Citing public safety concerns to escape escape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The irony of it all. <laughs> Citing public safety concerns, cops say that they discontinued the chase but located the Buffalo resident the following day and arrested her for larceny, fleeing an officer, and multiple traffic offenses. Uh, it's unclear whether the Barbie merchandise was recovered or whether the stolen goods included a dream house or any products featuring Ken or a Skipper. <laughs> but then, skipper knows the other name. Sorry, yes. keep going. <laughs> and what is probably the most odd story this week an ex-con with a lengthy rap sheet who was prohibited from carrying a handgun had a Smith & Wesson pistol stashed in his rectum when he was booked into jail, according to an Indiana police report. Christopher Boyd was a passenger in a vehicle pulled over at around 2 a.m. from an obstructed license plate. The driver and a second passenger were eventually released after being searched by Evansville cops. A pat-down of Boyd, however, turned up a small bag with multiple pills in his right sock. Boyd reportedly said he got the narcotics from his aunt, Trish, and believed the pills to be Percocet. He used a painkiller, he said, because he has a bullet lodged in his spine. Before being placed in a cruiser, Boyd was searched, though he claimed to be unable to spread his legs very far due to his spine injury. While searching in his groin area, Boyd tensed up, a cop noted, adding that he asked the suspect if he, quote, had anything stuffed in his groin or buttocks. Boyd stated that he did not. (laughs) Upon arriving at the county jail, Boyd was now walking with a limp and appeared to be clenching his buttocks when he walked. He was then placed through a body scanner which detected a large object in his groin region. A strip search located two plastic bags containing marijuana tucked next to his scrotum. Police then sought to remove an unknown item from his rectum. While Boyd continued to clench his buttocks, a cop was able to see that the object that Boyd had in his rectum was a handgun. The weapon was subsequently removed from inside Boyd and secured in a patrol car. The report does not indicate whether the gun was loaded. The confiscated pistol was a Smith & Weston bodyguard, a .380 caliber weapon that weighs around 12 ounces and is about 5 inches long. With its micro frame size, the pistol is lightweight and simple to use and is perfectly suited for concealed carry. Of course, a police check of his criminal history revealed his prior convictions for attempted murder, burglary, and domestic battery. Uh, yeah, he's charged with an assortment of felony drug, gun, and trafficking laws. <laughs> he's being held without bond.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That's some talent. Uh, I, or maybe not it. talent. But maybe he might it. be popular when he goes to jail. I, I did not I, say I, that out loud. I'm so mean. <laughs> I'm so bad. This is why I'm on I, the naughty list.
2: Well, it was, it, was, it, was a lot better, it was a lot better than the joke about discharge, but I wasn't going to say that. So, uh. oh,
4: well, you know, it just so tough, <laughs> the
0: so you yeah. never know what might go off.
2: <sighs> and then a story that probably uh, some women can relate to, but in this case, um, cops did not. Uh, SWAT team members were searching the backpack of 27-year-old uh, <laughs> Ar- 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 Ariella Messina. And she had one request of law enforcement while they were doing that. Uh, Of course, they discovered methamphetamine and other narcotics. But her one request, don't take my dildo, she asked. The (laughs) 27-year-old made this plea after investigators found a blue vibrator in the backpack. The backpack also contained her driver's license and a necklace with the name Ariella. By asking for her sex toy, police declared she made it apparent that the backpack was hers. And she was aware of the contents inside. (laughs) During the execution of a search warrant early Tuesday morning at her residence in Jensen Beach, Florida, cops also seized cocaine, meth, drug paraphernalia, and brass knuckles. She was one of five individuals arrested at the scene. In addition to her adult toy, police found a substance that tested positive for meth and muscle relaxants for which she did not have a prescription. (sighs) You know what?
0: I, I'm on I'm on her side. Once you get a good toy, you don't want to share that, and you don't want to have to try to find a new one. Just you know, you you form a connection.
2: I don't think they wanted her toy.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they did. SWAT teams can have female officers and and male officers that like using
4: toys. Uh, I don't don't think so (laughs)
2: No Don't think so Uh, With that (laughs) (laughs) Um, With that The clock on the wall is telling us It is just about time to go Uh, Chris it has been A joy and a pleasure to have you here again I will uh, Thank you for uh, coming on Uh, We did not make you um, sweat this time or anything in the adult conversation afterwards. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, you made it through. So how do you feel? Well, you get,
3: um you It's been a pleasure to be on. Thank you very much. For, you're married to have, for having me. We'll have to do it again soon.
4: All
2: right. Any shout-outs before we leave for uh, you?
0: So we do have some shout outs like for the uh, Twitch fam that have been out here. So thank you for joining us and having the the stream up. Um, I want this to continue. Hopefully this will continue to be a a Friday night thing, um, at least for me. And then we can bring this to more people, share it with people, if you know, so um, to Mad Dog, to Rachel, to Maya. Thank you for coming in. Um, Thank you for chatting. Thank you for giving your opinions and all of that. Um, Other than that, we had a couple of birthdays. Oh. Um, We've got... Trying to think if there were any anniversaries. No, not yet. Um, And then Mm -hmm. next week, I know we're not going to be here, but there'll be um, more birthdays coming up after that for sure. So... I'm excited. I'm excited. Did you,
2: did you want to get those birthday wishes out of the way since we won't be here next week?
0: <laughs> uh, no, I'll do them the following week. They'll get belated birthday wishes. They're going to take my birthday wishes when I give them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get it and you're going to like it. But I have done
2: With music in the background. Also-
0: Look at, look for your cards, because apparently all the Christmas cards I sent out got there really fast this year.
2: <laughs> Better early than late. Right? <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Um, you know, I think if you had waited until probably next week, it probably would have been cutting it pretty close. So,
0: it
4: would have been, like,
2: 2025 by the time they got to some of the places. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, but, no, um, shout out to all of you on the stream tonight who have been listening. For those who generally listen to us on Spotify or on iTunes or on Apple or here on Blog Talk Radio. And special thanks to all of you. Uh, I will pop up uh, throughout the week over on X uh, at News Comment B T R. Um but, yeah, I like this. Let's do this again through the streaming service because I like the feedback that we got. And, uh, if you have any suggestions for us or stories or anything else, we definitely love that, too. So um, with that, I will definitely tell you, schedule-wise, next week we aren't here, so you'll have to do without us. Uh, a happy Hanukkah to those who will be celebrating it starting next week. Uh, and then we will back on the 15th. And then on the 22nd, it is our annual Festivus show. <laughs> Festivus flash. for the
4: rest of the day.
2: Yes. Uh, and then uh, one more show after that, which will be the 29th, which is our year-end show. So three shows left in the year. We, you will join us all for all of them. And until next time, uh, for Chris, for Mary, I am LeVar. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Take care of yourselves and each other. We will see you two weeks from tonight, December 15th, 10 o'clock in the East, 9 o'clock Central Time. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you then.
3: Bye. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening to Page One. Page One. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and other platforms where we can be
3: found.